Welcome everyone to the Medspa Accelerator Podcast brought to you by Everwell Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices to market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. My name is Maripili and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, operations, numbers, and helping you grow and take your Medspa to the next level. This is the Medspa Accelerator Podcast, Season 2. Hey, hey. How's it going? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, so today's episode, I'm going to go right into it because I know we want to do this like there's just so much into it. And I know we both get really excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic is all about transforming your business from a business to a brand. Mm-hmm. And I and the difference between that and branding and how does this really affect a business in the long run? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good topic. And I, I think, you know, in, in the previous episode, you know, we talked about, you know, what are some of the things that you can do to kind of best position yourself for the recession? And towards the end of the episode, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of started talking about like investing in your social media, investing in your branding, right? And kind of just you know, that whole process. And so today we're going to dive into that a little bit more. And so we're pretty excited to kind of start talking about it. Yes. <laughs> but before we do that, I want to make sure that if you are liking these episodes to go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening podcast to. We also do these on YouTube. So yes. if you are not following us on uh, YouTube, go ahead and do that. Click there. Make sure to click the little notify bell so that you don't miss on any future episode. Um, and also we have a specific Facebook group for you. So uh, make sure to go ahead. All of the links are in the description below or in the show notes. And that way you can make sure you're part of this community that we're building with other entrepreneurs just like yourself. And we can build more momentum. Yeah, keep growing. Yes. So, okay, let's get started. First and foremost, whenever I start talking about this with any client and talking about a brand, they just think logos, colors. (laughs) What are your thoughts there? Like, how do you explain to somebody the difference between branding and actually building a brand? Yeah, and so, And so there's like the actual technical of it of like, okay, I'm going to design a a brand like so. Oh, man, this actually gets like a little (laughs) intense. Uh, So I guess like actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'll split it up into two things. Right. So the act of like creating and being intentional about how something looks. Right. So a lot of the times they people say, oh, like I'm going to create a brand and they focus on the aesthetics. Like so the logo. Right. Like how how, what the logo is, how it looks, the naming. Right. The colors. Um, And then and then I I feel like there's another aspect of like brand identity. Right. And so, you know, like there is a certain way that you know, obviously, like if you look a certain way, there's obviously design styles, right? Design, yeah. if design styles, you know, if some if something is more of a traditional looking logo versus a more modern logo, right? Well, then those have specific feelings, right? That are attached yeah. to it, right? Like if you use a blue or if you use a red, if you use a yellow, like color those. theory. Yeah, like color theory, kind of go into all that stuff. And all those things mean something. And so. What I will also say, though, is that there is the brand experience. And I Mm -hmm. think that is where you kind of get more into of the design of how do I want people to feel 
when they see my brand, yeah. right? And so it's kind of like goes back down to the user experience. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's definitely a lot more abstract and can mm -hmm. get kind of in, you know, intense, right? But these are the kinds of things that whenever you think of Starbucks, when you think of Apple, when you think of Louis Vuitton, when you think of Dior, you know, Chanel, like these are all big businesses that are built on brand because when you think about them, there are certain feelings that are associated with those logos, right? Yeah. It's just a logo, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, like, psychologically like and in, internally like there are certain things that those symbols and that's what they are yeah. they're symbols like they those symbols mean something who would right? have known to, that a, just like a regular apple would be would be luxury yeah <laughs> <laughs> now it's luxury yeah, yeah tech is luxury yeah and so and that's kind of like where you know a lot of the times like you kind of start asking you start designing that and, and and start asking yourself these questions of how do I want my patients to feel yeah. like when you know because a lot of the times like you know a lot of times we just have businesses right we mm -hmm. have we, you know we might look a certain way and that's fine but how do, how does looking that way make my audience feel yeah right? which is huge because mm -hmm. we we keep talking about how you know sometimes people don't remember all of the information that you tell them about the specific service right mm -hmm. they might not know the ins and outs i mean if you're a doctor they might not understand even like everything that, mm -hmm. like all of the specifics mm -hmm. but they do remember how you made them feel Exactly. Did you make them feel comfortable, excited, excited about this new transformation that they're going to have? And so I think that that, it, that is my favorite part about design. And I think like I went into it too because of the pretty stuff, like yeah. how it looks. But when I realized that there was more to it, this user experience and how like I was able to get a design into making a difference in a business and how we make pe people feel and like make such a bigger impact, that's when like for me, me was like a click yeah like I love that <laughs> yeah it's definitely a pretty awesome feeling and I think like you know I think considering that you know if you're a medical professional right like a lot of the times like you kind of have this uh background of medicine and you know a lot of the times like I've, we've seen a lot of doctors that create med spas um but then you kind of start asking yourself like well the way I want somebody to feel when they come to my med spa versus when they come to my clinic is entirely different. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times we don't make that distinction. And so like, you know, really think about that because mm -hmm. that's how people feel when they walk into your business. And if you want, if you have a med spa and you are, you know, or if you're, if you're an orthodontist, if you're a dentist and you want to, you're doing more cosmetic services, well, that's a different feeling associated that's a different brand that's associated to like me wanting to grow that side of my business mm -hmm. like you know then i need to come off a certain way i need to look a certain way mm -hmm. like the the business needs to be positioned a different way and that's when you actually start like let's say you know med spa example is a it's a very unique one because i remember we used to have a I, you know we have a lot you know we have a few different clients that are in the med spa space and that they do this really well and i recall one in particular in miami like she's a medical professional, she's a doctor, you know, all the staffs are, are, are nurses, right? Medical practitioners, um, or nurse, sorry, they're nurse practitioners. And, but their, their company was called the beauty clinic. And, you know, if you look at their branding, like 
it's very intentional. Like it's all pink. All the staff wears like a shade of pink, right? And like it's very colorful and playful and like that luxurious. was all intentional yeah luxurious like that was just like okay when i want people to come in here i want them to feel the sense of freshness the sense of bubbliness like mm-hmm. you know like i want them to you know have these these feelings when they just see my space right because then it's not just designing how something looks on a on your wall or a piece of paper like it's designing also how like a big part of, of manufacturing how people feel is how they interact with the space around them yes. in this case all the interior design yeah. you know yeah and so your brand is not just like your logo it's also how things look inside of your practice you yeah know? yeah um how your staff treats people you know exactly. like exactly and we've talked about this like yeah. again and again i think like sporadically in the in the podcast mm-hmm. how to you know like how just the little things of like even walmart or mm-hmm. like stripes or whatever like even though they're not luxurious brands in a sense they do have this intention that like every time you walk in through the door there's a greeter yeah like they say like welcome to stripes yeah. or like a walmart like a welcome and chick-fil-a is another Chick-fil-A good example is a right great one yeah. yeah and so these are little things that might just be like oh yeah like it's almost sometimes people are uncomfortable like oh my god ah hi you know yeah. but it is like a thing like a thing like even with a little singy song right welcome to stripes like everybody yeah knows it and so and and for target for example the way that it smells like every single target in the country or at least the ones that i've been to they all (laughs) smell the same yeah starbucks like it's like a huge brand and they are all like intentionally made so that like you walk through it it smells like coffee but like really rich dark coffee Mm -hmm. and like it's all intentional it's all intentional and that's how they can charge five six dollars for a cup of coffee where people pay for it people pay for it right and where you can get a two dollar cup of coffee at mcdonald's or whatever yeah uh and so that's that's what you know is really interesting and and i feel that at the end of the day like there's a reason why you know these like these big fortune 500 businesses that you know like that you know all these businesses that we mentioned like there's a reason why they've been around for years like for decades Mm -hmm. like some of them have been around for you know centuries almost right like big financial organizations jb morgan like these are all big businesses that have a brand associated to them and like the reason I feel they were able to do well, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they have their stuff together, but like the branding, <laughs> yes. you know, it has just been something that I feel like has transcends, you know, that has kind of transcended yeah. um, through the years. Yeah, and that's what we really want to get into today. Like, why is it important to have a brand for the success of your business? Like, what are the, some of the things that come along with paying attention to these things? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think kind of just based kind of piggybacking off what we talked about last week. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like the businesses that are going to be able to, you know, like survive and thrive during this time, right. It's going to be people that really like double down on their product. Right. So we talked about kind of like, you know, ensuring that we're solving problems, we're innovating, but then if you don't talk about 
and you don't get the word out there of the cool things that you're doing of how you're solving this problem, then like no one's going to know. And a lot like then no one's going to know. Right. No one's going to come, <laughs> you know. And so at, at the end of the day, like that goes back down to everything that we're talking about. So like how your brand is positioned, but then also a part of your brand is like how you communicate with your audience. Right. Mm -hmm. And then communicating continuously and through through like social media platforms through your advertising right but mm -hmm. it ends up being all this cohesive uh messaging right. right and that ultimately is is exponential when you actually have a brand that is attached to it because it just builds on top of each other like and it's mm -hmm. just kind of like you get this momentum it steamrolls into something like that's bigger than yeah. itself yeah i mean I, I definitely think that having a brand in any like just in regular times is is good because you are already you know establishing this like credibility you're standing out mm -hmm. from the competition you are creating it's a competitive yeah it's a competitive advantage right like you know right. if, if you offer the same if there's you know, business A and business B and business A just looks, you provide the same service, but business A just looks way more credible than you, specifically in the industries that we're in, then that's the one that's going to win, <laughs> you yes. know? Yes. And you create lasting impressions. You, you yeah. create this, you start building trust. And I go back to building relationships, yeah. but specifically too, again, like you know, because of what we, we talked about in our last episode, you want to definitely build your onto your brand during a time of crisis because it is the, within those people that you're going to have the most interaction with. Mm -hmm. And it is in times of struggle that people go towards somebody they trust. Yeah. And, and if your business it, you have built it to build trust with somebody, then it is more than likely that even through times of struggle, they're going to come back to you. Yeah, they 100%. want to even help you out. They don't want you to go out of business. Right? Yeah, because they like you, right? Like, you know. Mm -hmm. And we've we've seen that, right? Even like through the pandemic, that's kind of one of the things we did to help our clients. Yeah. And, and people got a lot of money even with their doors closed because people trusted their business for sure yeah 100 percent spot on and i think too like part of this like branding is like one of the things that as a business owner obviously we want to strive towards is building this clientele mm -hmm. loyal clients that come back right we know that that is like the gold pot yeah people that end up coming back whether you have a membership or continuous service or even want to come back for another service like that is what as, as a business we strive for because it's what it's going to bring us recurring money right and mm -hmm. revenue so we want to make sure that we're building that but how do you even get people to come back right <laughs> yeah. and so part of that i feel like is is all about the service and how you're making people feel in every single touch point so bringing in your brand and making it very strategic in every single touch point that you have with them is what's really going to move the needle and exactly like you said if especially in times of struggle right if people are like there's less people that have the luxury of getting some of these services, then you're going to have more competition mm -hmm. and people are going to want to keep their money longer. Or if they're going to be spending it, they're going to want to spend it in a place where they trust and where they feel the, their best. Yeah. 
So you building that brand for them and building that relationship is really gonna help you exponentially, like just Yeah, I mean, it definitely takes work, but it's definitely like worth the investment, right? And so at the end of the day, it's like Billy was saying, like during these times of of struggle, it's like we look towards people that can solve our problems, that can guide us, right? And so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, if you put an effort into just educating your audience, like that's it, like just educating your audience, like, I mean, that's already in itself is like you kind of building your brand you know you're Mm -hmm. building these relationships with these people right you're getting to know you and like you trust you that's gonna resonate with them right and at the end of the day like they'll gonna they're gonna remember you yeah you know yeah because i mean we go back to like our philosophy and we keep saying this again and again and i'm not tired of saying it but people do business with people yeah like and i tell this also to like uh, our staff right i'm like uh, you know everbowl engage they become a concept yeah they are actually working with you luis with me billy with our staff members by name mm-hmm. that is who they know and uh, and of course you start building this relationship and we've noticed that the clients that we have a relationship with are the clients that stay with us the longest for sure and so it is the same thing and that's why we go again back and back into like your staff and when you're choosing your staff they need to understand your brand they need to understand your values where you're coming from and that that was gonna that was gonna gonna, i was gonna touch on the value aspect a little bit more because like another Mm -hmm. way to think about it is like your branding your brand is like a soul right (laughs) i love that (laughs) and so it's like at the end of the day it's like what are your beliefs like what are your Mm -hmm. values right like what is it like i said before like it's just it's just a matter like i know this stuff can sound like very abstract and complex but it's as simple as just asking yourself the question like how do i want people to feel when they come into my practice right like what are the just define three things i want them to feel happy you know like i want them to feel safe and I want them to feel like there's this sense of, I don't know, help me out here, <laughs> right? Like, you know, I, I, you know, again, I'm just coming on these on the spot, right? Yeah, but it's but, like, but it could be like, it could be like, you want them to feel like this is a luxurious place. Yeah. You want oh, it oh yeah, there you go. Like, I want them to feel like luxurious, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so. Like movie stars. Or- yeah, like, uh, and so, and so like, okay, now that I know what, you know, what are these things? Like, how can I, posi- how, what can I do to my space to kind of help do that? How can I, you know, when I, when I answer the phone, like, what are some of the things that I can say? When people walk through the door, like, what are some of the things that I can say to kind of give off these feelings? Like, you know, and so all of those things are super important and just mm-hmm. kind of play a role into that aspect. And then once you have that defined, well, then it's like, you can then showcase some of these things in your videos and your imagery, right. And your social media, like all that stuff. And so then just, just kind of like coming together full circle. Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, like one of the things that we talk a lot about and it's one of like the favorite episodes that we've ever done is how to stand out from the competition. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, like we talked about, like this is huge because it definitely at the end of the day, if everybody around you that has the same type of business as you has the same service, the same technologies, the same specials, almost like the same offers, what stands? How do you stand out from the crowd? Yeah. And it's with your brand. It is you. At the end yeah. of the day, no other business is going to do the thi- the the same the things the same way. Yeah, the you way know? you do them. The right. way you do them. Maybe like, you know, specifics obviously like the the result w- is the same at the end of the day, but the experience that your clientele goes through 
is going to be very different. And people are going to stay based on whether they like you or not and whether you make them feel great or not. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You know, it's just, that's that's how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Enough said. Like, (laughs) mic drop. (laughs) So let's go into like actual tangibles, right? And we kind of like did a few uh, examples here and there, but how do you even start with your brand like if you've never really thought about this before like how do you start with like what do i need to put out there and i know you did say like okay three things that you want to make people feel Mm -hmm. but is there anything else that people should start thinking about when they want to you know start this journey yeah well i mean i mean i would say like you can definitely take the shortcut and this is what everybody does it's like they you know hire an agency right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like they walk them through the process because you know obviously it has its nuances and and it's important but as a as the business owner like you have to kind of have that initial vision and to begin with Mm -hmm. right because like you already need to kind of have an extract idea of like even if it's a little bit abstract like hey this is kind of like the angle that I want like to have like this is kind of like the business idea that I have and I right. want people to feel certain things and I think a lot of it a lot of times it just kind of starts with that like how do I want people to be perceived or how do I want people to perceive me or this business mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then honestly even when it comes to getting ideas and stuff like that like I would honestly say like you don't have to reinvent the wheel and like yeah. you know like you can you can get inspiration from any business in the world you know you can go to google you can go and just search for businesses that are around the globe even like you know like search for other brands like you know through your own experiences too yeah exactly right and so those are all things that you can kind of come because at the end of the day like you know maybe you already have like a logo or something but you like you know and we've had this experience i think we had like this experience twice or maybe three times with our clients when they started working with us like we started talking to them about how who their ideal patient was you know how they wanted to be perceived and so on and so forth and the conversation we had we had to have a very like you know good conversation with them telling like look i understand that this is who you're trying to go for but right now your current branding like the way you're positioned doesn't really do a a good job of attracting those kinds of people so like Mm -hmm. you know we're gonna need to do a whole like you know rebrand right and so i think we did that twice like with two of our clients where we just kind of redid everything for them just because of how they wanted to be you know they wanted to attract different people they wanted to be perceived a little bit different you know yeah um and so like helped yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh and that was like really great and so i mean like i you know, I would definitely say one of the easiest things, and this is what works for me all the time. Like I just get inspiration from things that I like, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously you like certain what things. What do you appreciate? Yeah. Right? What do you appreciate? Like, what are some of the things like, because it's you, like a business is the extension of yourself. And so like, how do you want, what kind of service do you want to provide? How do you want to be treated? Right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And those are all things that you can kind of put into the branding. And so, you know, aside from what I had previously said earlier, like, honestly, like, you know, it's kind of just having uh, having a good understanding of that. And then I would definitely say get some help, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's all these technical things that, you know, that you need to do. You will have to hire a designer. Maybe you'll have to hire like an interior designer. And these are th- these are big projects that you can't really do by yourself a lot of the times. Like you yeah. do need to ask for help from mm-hmm. the right people. 
Right. I think there there are some things definitely that you can like switch around and kind of like use already. And I think we have a whole episode, right, on that. But, um, but, but I, you know, like one of the things that when, whenever we do this with our clients, um, later the comment that I have is like, well, it was so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And with you guys, you asked us the right questions. You asked us the questions that we really needed to think about. And, and I even got one comment one time when it was like, why is she even asking me this? Like, wh- how is this important? Like, what does it matter what I like to do in my off time? Yeah. And then now, a few years later, they're like, everything makes sense. Like, yeah. we are getting the right people. We don't have as many headaches of clients because I'm attracting people that I I enjoy working with. I enjoy um, having a great conversation with them. And, and some of them even become friends. Yeah. And so that's part of what you wanna do with your brand, especially if you're still working in it, like mm-hmm. in, a, in the day-to-day, if you, if probably you have your staff, which is also extension of yourself, but if you are still in it, you want to have these things, right? And also the thing I, I love about this is that it really helps to um, decrease your advertising costs. It definitely helps with your sales process. It becomes yeah. easier to sell somebody because you've already established yourself as an authority in your space. And, and you know, and so I say that like having a solid brand makes like every part of b- having a business a lot easier, right? Because like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're attracting like better patients, you're attracting the people that you actually want to work with. Like, and you know, it's, it's obviously helping you kind of position yourself in the marketplace, be a lot more credible. The other one that don't, it, a lot of people don't realize is that it actually helps you hire better. Like okay. people, people are want to work with people that are really good. You know, tra- uh, t- you know, if you want to hire talent, well then, you know, then you have to be that part because like, yeah. you know, once you start getting into the marketplace of like people and actually hiring staff that are great at what they do, well then if you want to attract that you know, caliber of, of, of a professional, then you also need to not just be that caliber, but you also need to actually like showcase it through your branding. And so yeah. it's like people are attracted to that, you know? And so it's also going to help you hire people that have the same ethos, that have mm-hmm. the same values, core beliefs, so on and so forth. And that's how you're not, you're not just attracting the right clients. You're also attracting the right staff members. Yeah, that, that is so true. Even onboarding becomes like less of a, an annoyance, yeah, I would 100%. say. Because, and and I, I, I've had this other conversation with clients all about like staff members and like hiring, right? Which we should definitely do an episode on that. Mm-hmm. Because um, it, it, is, it is hard enough already to hire somebody, onboard them, and then you wanna make sure that they understand your brand so they can also give it out, right? Some For of sure. these things that we're talking about when it comes to branding can be operational right like yeah. every single time somebody comes in you greet them this way every time you answer the phone you answer this way um you give them like a warm towel or you offer them a, like tea a or beverage, coffee yeah. or whatever right so some of these are operational but also the way that they're doing them have to represent the brand yeah. and and so excuse me <clears throat> And so if you are hiring people that, you know, they're they're just not great at uh, talking to people or <laughs> they're not great at texting, which we're huge in, and that yeah. is part of your brand, like it's an extension of it. Like, how are you responding to people through text? How are you answering the phone? So you have to have these, like the right people in the right places. Mm-hmm. So if your brand is already attracting the people that like, hey, I would love to work there, then it, it makes it even simpler. Yeah, it makes it easier. 
makes life easier. Well, <laughs> I, 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 ju I just love this. And I know we can talk about this like in so many ways, but yeah. um, I think we could definitely do a, a part to talk a little bit more about also like staff and hiring and all that good stuff. But today we talked already a lot about like why you should focus on going from a business to a brand, the difference between branding and a brand, how to add it into your customer journey, mm -hmm. how to, you know, why, right? Why yeah. even try this? Um, are there any other things that you want to like add before we finish here? Well, no, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, I mean, I mean, no, I think you you hit it right on the nail. And so thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you found this insightful. Yes. Make sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Like Billy was saying, you know, comment, subscribe, follow, join us on our Facebook group. If you are currently in, you know, wanting to grow your business, mm -hmm. the Facebook group is great because it's a community where we all come together and we all talk about, hey, what's working, what's not working, how can we grow, how can we solve these problems? So if you wanna be a part of that community, click the, the links are down in the description, go ahead and join us there, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.